Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Marquee Matchup Show. I am your host, Charlie, along with my wonderful co-host, Joey. Joey, how are you doing tonight? Charlie, I am doing fantastic. My apartment is wildly hot and my Wi-Fi is wildly slow, so I'm hoping that this goes well. Joey, you, uh, that's exactly what I've been dealing with since we started this whole thing. Uh, for those of you that don't know, because we usually don't record video, um, we did that one time, but we'll try and get back into that if Joey's Wi-Fi works eventually. But um, <laughs> we, we often share video with each other, and Joey can attest that many episodes I have recorded shirtless with a fan directly behind me, blowing air on me, just mm-hmm. to, you know, stay s- somewhat uh, reasonably tempted. However, Joey, we have a hot and spicy, not chip spicy, but a hot and spicy episode to get into today. <laughs> we have a lot of the international matchups from two weeks ago. If you listened to the last episode, we had our interview, which I highly recommend going to listen to if you haven't already. We introduced um, Evan Ramist from Maryland Bobcats. Very good interview. Uh, we also have some interesting games to talk about this week. We also have a slight format change. Joey, if you remember when we started the show, we had six games. We had five matches and a random match of the week. Do you remember that? I do, I do. So we've decided since the Premier League and Bundesliga, La Liga, Serie A, Liga were the majority of our matches that we talked about every week because those are off for now. We don't want to talk about three or four MLS matchups every week. So we've decided when those leagues are off, we go down to four games. But with that being said, we do have some great games from some lesser-known leagues. We hope you uh, enjoy listening to them as much as we enjoy talking about them. So, Joey, would you like to lead us into our first match of the week, the uh, made-up cup between Argentina and Italy? (laughs) Yes, I would love to. This was a fantastic game that I was not able to watch because I was driving up to Boston, and I would have crashed my car had I been watching this game. But it was definitely an entertaining one. Messi went off. I have seen some of the highlights this game. Messi. And we're back. Sorry about that awkward cut, ladies and gentlemen. As Joey said, he is having some internet issues. So um, he may cut out here and there. And I want to. we'd just like to apologize in advance. We'll try and make the cuts as seamless as possible. If you do notice a cut, it's not your phone. It's not your computer. Uh, we're trying to work through it. Hopefully, there either aren't any more. You won't notice them, anything like that. But we do just ask you to stick with us and enjoy. But Joey, as you were saying about Messi going off. Yeah, um, he's had two goals or two assists in this game. Man of the match performance, 9.1. And then the very next game against Estonia, he scored five goals and had a 9.9 rating, which I find, I don't know about you, Charles, I find that a little bit impressive, um, having seven goal involvements in two games. But yeah, on top of that, Messi, he has his second international trophy, even if you can call this a trophy or not. It's about as important as the League of Nations or anything like that, I would say. I just um, want to say, if if this was like a club trophy on this type of level and Tottenham won it, and they were claiming that they won a trophy, everyone would be like, wow, you had to make up a tournament just to win a trophy. Like, that's it's how... Like, <laughs> it's like the Audi Cup exactly we win the audi cup but everyone says you didn't win anything i mean like (laughs) you can say we don't win major trophies that's true we win trophies we were like the best uh premier league team for um financial security like that's got to count for something right i mean as a barca fan i i i think that's pretty (laughs) important (laughs) yeah but i do i do understand what you're saying with Messi. uh i i i get it now a little bit this guy's kind of good he's not Uh, he's not not too shabby (laughs) He's, he's pretty good. Yeah, uh, he's decent. I was able to watch the first half of this game. Um, 
it was again just watching on and off. I don't remember what I was doing. This was two weeks ago. I don't remember much. Uh, but it was. I remember seeing that the chances, especially the Di Maria chance right at the end, was very exciting. Oh my goodness, that was. Uh, I I initially thought he was offside. I think it was. Um, oh yes. So so the goal was they they won the ball deep and then they passed it right across in the front. And I have a question, right? As a non-soccer fan, I remember how offside was explained to me at first, where it was you can only pass the ball backwards, right? Or you can pass it forward as long as the guy receiving the pass is behind the second defender when the ball is kicked. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Is it the second defender? Like, if you it's, count the goalie? Yeah, if you count the goalie, it's the second defender. Okay, so, like, if the goalie kicked a, like took a corner, right, and he's up on his own... Uh, on on the other side of the field you're running back and it's you like it's me you are on a team and then there's one defender if i pass it forward and you get it while onside from that one defender are you still offside uh yeah i believe so that was something that came up in a game it might have been a barca game recently where i I just one never heard of that or i'd like never oh it was the champions league final yeah yeah (laughs) And I would just, I was just dumbfounded by that rule, and I, I, I had never seen that actually come into play. It's, but I it's, guess it's a thing that happens. Some of my favorite things are the like some of the rules in in sports are very like they make sense, right? Like you can't you can't be way down the field and just poach shit, stuff like that on goals, right? But then there are always these small intricacies that don't make sense, but like oftentimes do make sense. Like the fact that you can't be offside on a throw-in because uh, to be offside, you have to be behind the last two, one of the last two defenders when the ball is kicked. If the ball is thrown in, the ball's never kicked, so you can't be offside. Like that <laughs> makes sense, but that's stupid. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's just the, the rules, I, I especially like the rules that you just have absolutely no idea that they exist and then they happen in one game in about 500 and it makes news everywhere because nobody knows what happens. Yeah. It's crazy. Add some excitement to the game. I guess. Soccer's not exciting enough. Nothing really happens. You know, there's no goals in this 3-0 game. Um, (laughs) But again, just watching this, Italy did look incredibly flat. For like a team that is of Italy's caliber, right? I always think of Italy as one of the biggest. And I mean, they're sixth rated overall in FIFA, but... I think of them as one of the biggest uh, teams of all time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to international soccer. But they just could they really couldn't put anything together in this game. And it looked, I don't want to say sad, but for a team that's so big and mighty and won uh, the Euros, you'd think they would look a little bit stronger. I get the Euros were, what was that, last year? But still, the team can't change that much. Yeah, they've they, they've definitely dropped off a little bit. I think... Part of that is not qualifying for the World Cup through that that big surprise loss to North Macedonia. They they probably lack a little bit. I'm not gonna say I don't want to say confidence, but uh, motivation. They don't really have that much to play for. They have a lot of old players, so maybe maybe they see it as time to rotate in some new players, and the old players don't care as much about the team. It could be something to do with that. But yeah, they've not been doing too well they lost 5-2 to to Germany today they did have a like a B team ish in but still a very tough loss do you think Um, at some point they just were like listen this is the first time that these this like cup has ever been played do you think it really like uh do you think they cared all that much 
I'm I'm sure they would have enjoyed winning it, but I don't think I it didn't it it, it didn't feel like the most important game. Yeah, I I um a million percent agree with you on that part. Mm-hmm. But Joey, is there anything else you'd like to add other than, of course, Messi uh, is the undeniable goat? Um, <laughs> I'm glad you. How agree. many? Just saying, right? How many times has Ronaldo won this tournament? Exactly. I just that's you know, that's what I've been saying since day one. I, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I hate I hate to pick and choose stats, but you know, like, <laughs> he's never won it. I mean, it's just kind of sad at this point. Exactly. Useless. Um, yeah. Uh, also, not a great look. If you look at um, Argentinian players who started, the only two players who were not green on their ratings were Romero and Lacelso. Um, <laughs> I can be see that right indicative now. of something, but you know, we we move on. We move on. Little, to... little comedic. Yes. <laughs> Are you ready to move on to next week's matchup would... or not next week's next game? Yes, I would love to. Speaking of a worse player, Joey. Than Messi. Portugal faced off <laughs> against Spain, uh, ended up drawing one to one in the UEFA Nations League uh, Group Two. Again, another made-up tournament that doesn't really matter for much, but I'm very excited for it. What were your thoughts on this game, Joey? Um, yeah, so I was able to watch a little bits bits and pieces of this game as well. I believe I saw the Morata goal. I was able to watch a little bit of the play. It 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 was it was a good game, and I think Gavi really shown. He really has shown in the last few games. There's been a lot of hype around him recently, rightfully so, as he is 17 and tearing it up against some of the best clubs and nations in the world. But you know, Portugal looked a little. They didn't look too great. I was surprised that they were able to get the result here. Um, I thought Spain probably deserved it. They had one or two chances that they missed, but a draw is was was a fair-ish result. You know, you you won your bet. Yes, and, sir. That's all that matters. And the all-time leading Spanish goal scorer, I think he's the all-time. Maybe it's just in major tournaments, but he got another goal. He got his man of the match. So good for Morata. Actually, the number one. Leading goal scorer in all of Spanish history. There's not there's not too many great Spanish goal scorers aside. Actually, there are a few, but <laughs> <laughs> he's got twenty five goals and fifty two appearances. It's a pretty good return. Spain has only won the World Cup once. I think it. I think it is actually just in the Euros that he is Spain's top goal scorer. I I, I believe that's the stat. Because I remember yeah, people still, were that, saying I, that I, during the Euros. I still think that that's crazy. That it, that I, I, again, when I was saying, I think of the biggest teams, I think of Germany, England, Spain, uh, France, Italy, right? And that's mm-hmm. just, again, that's, that's um, what's it called? That's European, but still, I think of those five as like the biggest teams to ever win. I guess Brazil would be in there as well. But Yeah, Brazil and Argentina, I think, would have to fall in, in that category as well. Fair enough, fair enough. But I guess, I mean, like for someone who joins soccer, when what what was it probably 2017 when i did mm-hmm. i i like i would watch the world cup 2010 2014 but i wasn't as into it as, as i really should have been it, would you really still call argentina and like those teams that barely won anything would you still call that um like make them one of the top best teams of all time in that era i guess i mean 
just because of Messi. They they did they were in the World Cup final in 2014. They were. They should have won that as well if it wasn't for uh, Super Higuain. Mario. Or no, or Super, Super, Mario. Super Mario. But he, also he scored he the won. winner, didn't he? He did. He, he missed did. one. Yes, he missed. <laughs> oh. He missed a he missed a couple chances in that game. We don't have to get into that. <laughs> Higuain. Higuain stinks. Yeah, he is a stinky, stinky. Ugh. Stinky, stinky, Joey. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know where I, I don't even know where to go in this one. Uh, do you have anything else you'd like to add, other than the fact that again Spain probably should have won based on um, statistics alone? What was the uh, XG differential? I don't think they do XG for these games. Oh, I'm out. I know. Why do we watch international football? That's ridiculous. <laughs> the Nations League. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Whoa. Speaking of useless, useless, stinky Nations League, Joey. On to our next matchup. <laughs> yes. Versus the Netherlands. Um, again, fantastic performance by a Tottenham legend, Steven Bergwijn, a.k.a. Um, the so you man do being know, forced out of the club. <laughs> no, he's not being forced, but, you know, um, who is he? He's one of the he's a guy that works at Barstool, but he's, he's a Tottenham fan. Ooze, is that his name? Do you know who I'm talking about? I, I do not. Oh, if, if anyone knows Charles. him, he is he is the best. But he refers to Steven Bergvine as 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 the black Jack Grealish, which I would have to agree with <laughs> based on how he how he was playing. And he, he put up another great goal here today. And we we've been following as Tottenham fans, we've been following him because if you're getting rid of a guy, you want him to be great when you're getting rid of him, right? Like yeah, obviously if he was always great, we wouldn't be getting rid of him. But if, if a guy's not great, but then as soon as you're like, we're going to sell him, he just starts being fantastic, then you're like, yes, yes, keep going. Get us more money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good. Yeah, that's fair enough. They get, the, get that 25, 30 million from Ajax out of it. Exactly. We got to get as much as we can. And I do think Bergvine will, will be fantastic at Ajax. Yeah. I, he, I, I really think he's a great player. Whenever I watch him, I'm always impressed. I, I understand maybe not the level of, you know, he's Tot, Totten, Tottenham are, are a Champions League team still. Yeah, we are. Yeah, so, we are. So that maybe maybe he's say. not maybe he's not trying to push into third and second in the Premier I, League quality, but, but he's a good I, player. He is, he is Premier League quality for, I want to say, like Brighton. You know what I mean? I, I I think you could put him at Man United quality. Yeah, I yeah maybe Arsenal, uh, but I don't know why you'd want to do that to anybody. Uh, <laughs> that would that would just be that would be that would be like that's, absolute that's like, brutal humiliation. That man. is like um, you know how it's like the the judges will decide if a punishment is cruel and unusual. Mm-hmm. That is a million percent cruel and unusual, but it's England, mm-hmm. so they don't really care. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like, it, yeah 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 you know you know that <laughs> you know that you know that drill song where the guy goes that right there is a violation yeah, yeah that's 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 what you just dished out to Bergwijn right there uh, no 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 because because we don't we don't we won't send him we would never send him to Arsenal <laughs> who is he who is the one the real famous he he was a I think it was a center back played for our, Tottenham then went over to Arsenal. Um, Oh my God, Vieira, no, Campbell. Yes, the Sol only Campbell. reason I remember that is because when I went to the Tottenham game, 
they were singing a song where it was uh i don't remember what the 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 like the 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 rhythm or the the song went but it, the words were we're all having a party when soul campbell dies and oh I'm wow like, that's i don't, that's I don't know how i feel about that one <laughs> <laughs> they really hate him but like to be fair it, it, who would you say is west ham's biggest rival it's not is it tottenham or is it like chelsea it's technically Millwall historically, but um, <laughs> Fair enough. Fair not enough. too much rivalry there nowadays. Like, but if you had, that's like the, to to put it in an example that we we both would get. It's like when um, was it Landon Donovan did the he played for the U.S. Then he went and did the commercial for Mexico, where he's like, "Mexico's my second team." Oh, did he? Yeah, he did a for the when That's we did it, the World Cup. He did it for the World Cup, and he's like, "Mexico's my second team." And it's like, "Oh my, what are you doing? How dare you, Landon? I didn't know that." Hold on, I'm looking. I'm looking this up. I think I have heard of Landon Donovan saying it was his second team, but I didn't know that he did it like in a commercial. I thought it was just a joke. Oh no, it was Wells Fargo. I think. Wells Fargo? There's a Wells Fargo ad. Why is Landon Donovan in a Mexican Wells Fargo ad? Well, no, it wasn't a Mexican ad. It was in, I think it was in the Southern, um, oh, it was in the, like, in the South. It was a 30-second ad with Landon Donovan walking around like a thing. And he's talking with this guy. He's like, I can't believe the U.S. didn't qualify. And then Landon Donovan opens his, uh, opens his, his, like, pullover sweater and it's the the mexican like soccer logo oh no horrible and he's horrible. like he's like mexico's my second team and Disgusting. it's like how for a man you? that had so much beef with the mexican national team how do you how do you sell out that much you know what i mean yeah that is a, that is a large amount of sellout i hope he got a lot of money from that commercial he, i don't know if there's if you if you told me right you're like charlie we, I, we know you you don't have a job yet, which I don't. If anyone's out there hiring, podcast producer, uh, marketer, anything, please, I need a job. Um, if, if they're like, Charlie, we will give you $10 million to go on your podcast and promote tickets to an Arsenal football match, I would say no. I would say no, Joey. And I hate to do that to you because I know that the money would go to both of us. But I would have to say no. I would have to say no. I can't. I can't turn. Uh, I, yeah, I would. Like I would not promote Real Madrid on this podcast. So I, 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 I will. I'll back you up on that one. Uh, well, Joey, uh, the game at hand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. This is a soccer podcast. Belgium. I feel like I don't know how much you can take these results uh, to heart because it's like it's the Nations League, United, or like the UEFA Nations League, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But with that being said, a four to one result for for the Netherlands over Belgium is is big. I feel like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think I think the Netherlands really are showing here that they are a force to be reckoned with. They show that in the Euros a little bit, um, until if I remember correctly, Dalicht just manhandled the ball for some reason and got a straight red and was sent off, and Netherlands got knocked out of the euros by the czech republic but they are right they're definitely a strong team they have they have good players in the back uh, with van dyke and timber who's coming up they have good players in the midfield with de jong 
and they have a great striker up top with Depay, and they have a lot of good. It's a well, it's a very well-rounded team, which is unlike Belgium, who kind of just have Lukaku, De Bruyne, bit, yeah. Hazard, and then a bunch of old people. They're attack heavy. Yeah, and they do have the best goalkeeper in the world, but they 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 they're only a couple players in that team. Whereas Netherlands, you know, they're very well-rounded. They have a good team. They have a good manager who who has them running well. I like their honest. chances. I got so confused when you said Belgium. You said Belgium has the greatest goalkeeper in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, Mignolet? What? What? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, Courtois, Courtois. Okay. okay. Yes. Yes. It took me a second. It, t- it took me a second to realize, and I, I get it now. Yeah, he didn't. He did not play in this game, but we're assuming <laughs> that in the World Cup, Courtois will be starting over Simone Mignolet. Yes, I would have to hope so at the very least. Yeah, hopefully Roberto Martinez hasn't like gotten a concussion or something. And Again, I don't want to assumed Mignolet is better. Don't want to bring it all back to Tottenham, but like we got that that on the Belgium, the Tottenham Belgium defense over there. That's Tongan and Toby. Well, okay, for listen, you don't have to break my heart. It hurts enough that I have to say former, but I don't, or that I have to think former. I don't want to have to say it too, please. They're they're quite old at this point. This is basically just a former uh, Tottenham Derby. You get Bergvine versus the Real and Vertonghen. It's fantastic. It's great. Oh, yes, Joey, is there anything it. else you'd like to add? Uh, uh, no, sir. I think it's right. I think I'm ready to go. Oh, I didn't. Did I wait? What, what's the next game? I didn't pull it up. Germany and England. Oh, I did. Oh, I didn't pull it up. That's. This, I, I'm not a big fan of either of these teams, if I'm being honest. But, Joey, it went perfectly how I, I wanted it to go, right? Because as we were having our, our, a small discussion as we were pulling up the games for this week, and I said, um, for those of you that know, I when I don't have a team, I cheer for England, right? Like So when the U.S. are knocked out, I cheer for England because I like Kane. I like um, a lot of the players that play in the Premier League are English, so it kind of has some overlap. And that's just what I know best, right? But now that the U.S. is playing in the World Cup, I have to ditch everything England-related, right? So I've, I've been cheering, not against England, but, like, I kind of just hope that they're, like, they, I would like them to draw every single one of their games from here on out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Join the club, Charlie. If they, Well, here's the thing. If they draw all of their games into the World Cup, Joey, they'll go to penalties eventually, and then we know how that ends. Loss. Exactly. Yeah, they're not they're not too good at those, which is a good. Oh, thing. unless unless Harry Kane, Harry Kane, Absolutely. Harry Kane is quite good at scoring penalties, as he showed in this game. Yes, um, sir. The little this is a good segue into the into the little bit of controversy that happened in the game. Uh, Harry Kane scored the tying goal in the 88th minute. It was a penalty. There was a little bit of controversy surrounding the awarding of the penalty. Apparently. Uh, England looked a little flat in the game. They didn't have too many chances, and this was their big goal-scoring chance. And it came off what a lot of people are saying is offsides. Now, I, 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 I really, I thought at one point in my life I understood the offside rule, but it seems to, <laughs> it seems to keep changing. Things keep happening, and at, at this point, I've just given up trying to understand when a player is offsides slash when when a new play is started let me if, can i ask can i ask a question yeah so from what i understood right like you know how they they bring out the var they draw the line down 
Yeah. I always thought it was you draw the line at the furthest point forward from where you legally can score a goal, right? But then that doesn't even, because they often draw it at like the armpit. That doesn't make sense because you could score with your head. Like I always thought they just didn't count like the shoulders and arms, but then the head's always leaning forward. So why don't they count that? I don't it get is, it. It's, is it's, it, your, is it, it's your shoulder. It's the shoulder? It's like the edge of the shoulder. Because you can score a goal with your shoulder. That doesn't count as a handball. Yeah, but you can score with your head. And if the head is so much further forward, how is that not offside? I I think most of the time that someone... I think a head also counts as offsides. I think most of the time someone's shoulder is just further forward because they're usually like fair, turned to look fair. at the ball. Maybe no, I'm wrong. Fair. Maybe I'm wrong. But, yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't. Well, either way, no matter if you use the, your head or the shoulder, he would have been offsides. Yeah, had, yeah. Had I don't, I don't remember which defender had touched it, but uh, see, I, I don't. Is, everyone is is seemingly saying that he was on sides legally, it leading up to the penalty. So I'm not gonna go around and say I know better than most of these professionals that know the rules. <laughs> but I just, I just don't. It really didn't it doesn't it didn't feel to me like there was any attempt on, made on the ball. It looked like it just took a ricochet off the German defender. And I don't know why that means there's a new play created. Obviously, I'm wrong. But <laughs> that that's how the rule works. But I feel like maybe there should be a rule change if that's the case because the German t- player, yes, he attempted to stop the ball, but he's all every German player is always going to be attempting to stop the ball in this situation, and yeah. if it ricochets off them, Harry Kane still has an advantage no matter what. So I, yeah. I don't know. May, so maybe maybe the rule is wrong and it's time to be changed, but it also changes every three days. So maybe we should keep it and leave it for now. Not only does it change every three days, but it changes based on who's in the, the VAR room, who's in the, um, like, you know what I mean? Explain. Because <laughs> it's always like, if, if you go to a, a baseball game, right, and you have Angel Hernandez, who's notoriously one of the worst MLB uh, officials behind the plate, you know that you're going to get bad calls, right? So if you're a pitcher or a batter, you either have to expect that Okay, if let's say the strike zone is usually from your shoulders to your knees. This guy calls strikes high, so you got to get it from like your waist to your your eyes, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's very much the same with soccer, but when you don't have as much time to either adapt to what the rule is based on the per- based on the person making the calls, I feel like it's a lot. Like if there was one strike called every game and it was like a 50-50 chance if it was going to be an actual strike or very close to the strike zone and be called a strike, then that would be bad. And if you have like two to three goal-scoring opportunities, which are often decided by an offside call or like a, a subjective penalty, then that becomes an issue, right? Yeah. So that's where I feel like the disconnect is. Like if you had... And like the, the difference is with the MLB or other sports, you can have robot officials. But the issue with soccer is we have tried robot officials, VAR. It just still doesn't really work. You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. it's still so subjective. Because it's still like one guy drawing the line. Does it start from the head? Does it start from the arm, from the knee? Like where does it actually start? You know what I mean? Well, I think that, that, that is more formulaic than other things like the interpretation of 
is 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 the play on the ball intentional is it a new play that kind of thing yes i would agree with that but the other thing that i feel like is for stuff where it's like if you don't call it right on the field and then they're like vr should take a check at that obviously it wasn't as egregious on the field if you slow anything down it looks bad no matter what right like if it's a normal slide tag when you slow it down it looks 10 times worse even if it's just a normal everyday play so if you call if it's not enough to call it on the field or like let's say for example it's it's a very close play and the ref isn't sure if he like says to the var official like hey we got to check we might have to check that after right then it's fair but if he doesn't say anything on the field then i don't feel like you should have the right to call it back and review it you know that is actually what the rule is. <laughs> is it actually? Yeah, the, the referee I, has to say ask, has to ask for input from the bar in order for them to do that. This is probably one of the first times I've ever agreed with. Um, what is this FIFA or is this? Uh... I I don't know who creates the rules anymore. There's so many of them. <laughs> it's that, actually, that... It's, it's the highest bidder, isn't it? <laughs> God himself. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically. That that rule has actually created a little bit some some problems at least in the in the Barca sphere in the last couple of years since VAR they've gotten better at it, but um, originally when VAR first came out like, I it, it might be a little bit different now but VAR literally could say nothing unless the referee wanted to, yeah. and so there would be like an obvious penalty to no call. VAR and the referee was just at a bad angle he sees no con- contact even though it was obvious and. The play just goes on, and he refuses to take it to VAR, that kind of thing. Well, like, there was a play like that, which really pissed me off. It was an NYCFC game versus Toronto. NYCFC gets a clear penalty, right? Mm-hmm. And they show it on the camera. They then uh, they, they get called a penalty, but then the ref goes to the camera at VAR. And they show him this really weird camera angle from, like, the backside. And he had, like, four other camera angles. The first four showed that it should have been a, a penalty, right? And that he didn't get ball. He got guy in then ball, right? But from this one random camera angle, he's like, oh, it looked like he got all ball. So they just called it ball. Or they called it all ball. And they didn't give him a penalty. And we ended up losing that game uh, two to one, which was really upsetting. And we just yeah. didn't even get our attempt at that penalty. It was, it, was, it, it was annoying. But it's stuff like that where it's like, not only if you do go to VAR, you shouldn't get a say in what the final thing is. You know what I mean? Like, you think like, the VAR official should be Yes, the like, I think there should be four or five guys in the in the, the VAR officials who, like, if if the guy on the field is like, I don't know what happened, you guys got to help me, the, the ref on the field should lose all say in what the final call is, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it, I think it would be smart. I think the, the point behind the current rule is that, like, to try and keep a little bit of that traditionalism where it's just one referee making the decision and it... But yeah, I, I, I do agree with you. I've always been a proponent of VAR, and I do think it's getting better, but that would all that would be a good step where instead of those guys up there aren't just there to say, hey, me, maybe take a look at this or just to do the offsides, but maybe have a say in the final decision because, you know, generally when you have five people voting on something versus one, usually the five people are going to be more right. Also, I have one more proposed rule change well not really a rule change it's just a thing thing that i have about we should take these to uefa so like i agree right there should be var to see did the ball cross the goal line right or stuff like that 
very objective calls, yes or no, offside. It either is it's it's objective. Offside is you're either offside or you're onside. It's not a judgment call. You know what I mean? For mm-hmm. objective things like that, I think you should use VAR. But if you see a foul, you should not be allowed to go to VAR and try and, and like either change it to a red or overturn it to no card. If it's a subjective call, it should be what you see in the moment. You shouldn't have more time to think about it. Do you know what I mean by that? I don't unless, know. I, I think I might have to dis- disagree with unless you on there's that like one, an, Charles. Unless there's an obvious call that you missed. Like, for example, if a guy punches another guy behind the ref's like base, then you should be able to go back to that. But I always feel like the if if you want everything to be objective, you shouldn't have a referee there because the referee adds human error to it. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I, that, that's that, I think that's what VAR is saying is that human there there will be human error. So let's try and get rid of that. And there is there is the that's one of the big things with VAR is the clear and obvious error thing, where you're only technically supposed to overturn the call if there is a clear and obvious error. So I think yeah, yeah, yeah. they're trying to accomplish that, but because it's it's, I mean, it, it, how long has it been around? Five years, maybe four years? It's still technically new in the grand scheme of things. So they're working it out. I do think it's got, I, I do definitely think it's gotten much better since since it became a, a widespread thing in the, in the top five leagues and in major international tournaments. But there's still, there's still some kinks to work out. It's there's there's that's I but I feel like again I I know I just keep harping on it but in sports, like I don't know I feel like there always is an official right and the only way that you could I guess not do that is if you take like the tennis route, which is where all of the close calls are done by like a robot. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's that so, can never happen in soccer. That oh I get that, but I feel like if you want to take out the man like the the man error then you're going to want to like change the way you do it you don't want a referee out there if you don't want any type of i guess or if you want fully like impart in like fully an impartial like judging section i guess or something of that nature you can't have an official running around making calls Mm, i see i see what you're saying yeah it's uh, i think that's the problem with var is that you have fans who think what you think and then you have fans who are much more into like i don't know there are fans who are into having just referee on spot and var like barely ever intervening and there are fans who think var should be more involved and they have to please because in the end it is an entertainment business they have to please please everyone but that's stupid i don't like it joey (laughs) i am an american i want it done my way or not at all Fair enough. <laughs> bring it up. Bring uh, it up to FIFA. Well, Joey, back to the game. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? <laughs> oh, well, wait. No, we're getting back. We're going right back at it. Do you know why I'm still mad at VAR? Oh, no. Do you remember in the Euros when Chiellini grabbed Saka's, like, the back of his jersey, choke slammed him to the ground, basically? Okay, well, that's a little dramatic, but yes, continue. And that was only given a yellow. Should that not have been a red or even a consideration to look at a red? I don't I don't think that was I remember that call. He was just dribbling down the sideline. Like he was But he there was, was no he was jersey. the last defender. I don't think he was. Was I he? Joey, Joey, I had 
over maybe hundred dollars on that game. I was watching every damn second. Oh, of maybe that I'm game. remembering it differently. Oh. Let's let's move beyond individual calls because there's a lot of crappy calls in the history of, of <laughs> we this could, sport. We, could, we should do an entire episode on that on just bad oh, soccer no. calls. Oh no! Oh no! That that wouldn't be good for the mental health of of us and our listeners. Joey, we're arguing. Yeah. Can we, we please are. move on to something we agree on? What is that, Charles? Team USA, Joey. Our next match. <laughs> is our fr- international friendly team usa versus uruguay joey we can agree on one thing and that is we want usa to win hell right? yes indeed we do and i'm very much upset about why this game. That? do you know why i'm upset of did you watch this game i did yeah do you remember the weird part about this game explain <laughs> just look at how many subs each team got joey <laughs> oh yes yes i remember yeah what, quite funny what happened I have no idea what happened. <laughs> I remember the announcers going, "Oh, oh, uh, you, Uruguay just subbed on a sixth man. <laughs> what? What? How, how the heck did Actually, that happen? Seven. They subbed on seven. Wait, it was players. seven. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was, and we only got six. Yeah. I was. I, it, I think you're only allowed five. Or no, that's you're allowed what, six. That's you're allowed I, six. It was six. Allowed. For some reason, I, I thought remember. it was five, and we were six. But that was it was still crazy. Oh my god. Yes, they I the, for the I would say from the when was it made? For like for like, like the sixty seventh to the eighty fifth minute, that was the only thing they talked about. They just completely disregarded the game and yeah. everything that was happening. Although with good reason it wasn't the most exciting game. But they I just, just only talked much. they only talked about the sub situation in a friendly match. Um that, this was one of the games where it was like I was watching but I wasn't like intensely like nothing else going around me mattered, just staring fully at the screen. I was watching, I was like surfing Twitter. And I think at this point I was like, I was on Twitter and then I just heard like, well, what, what the heck just, what, what happened? How do you do that? And I'm like, what did happen? I look up and then I, I was started listening. I'm like, how did they get away with getting an extra sub? Like, that's crazy. Yeah, but, it, it was quite comedic. I, I thought it was funny. But do you just say like, oh, well, it's a friendly, so we'll try and get as many players out there. Do you think Uruguay was intending to do that, or they just forgot? The 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 explanation that the, that the what's his name, the coach, the Uruguayan coach, I don't remember okay. his name, gave to the officials that the announcers later relayed was that somewhere along the line, people explained to him that he had unlimited opportunities uh, to put in oh, subs. Oh, okay. And he interpreted that as unlimited subs. That's funny, right? First of all, that's funny. Second of all, how does the officiating crew not catch that? I have no idea. The, the <laughs> fact that the announcers caught it immediately and the officials <laughs> were the ones that were holding up the numbers the and sign, they had to yeah. let... That 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 is I think play. that is the most suspect part of this. They stopped play and didn't say anything. Yeah. Like no one said a thing until the announcers brought it up, I guess, but that's just that's funny. I it this was, game is played under protest. Funny. It should be forfeit for the US. <laughs> but it was <laughs> a very, very boring game, Joey, except for one tiny little aspect. Yeah, I I you can talk about that one. Joey, what what was it? so? What was the score? It it was no nil, Charles. Oh, so like there was obviously some good defending, right? 
maybe some good goalkeeping. Who who was it? Who was in goal for the the U.S. Was it um, was it Horvath? Was it um, I why can I not think of another one of their names? Matt Turner, Zach. Yeah, yeah, they're them. Was it one of them? Uh, actually, I don't think it was Charles. Who was it? I oh, I'm looking. It says it was Sean. Who's this Johnson guy? That's crazy. Just some, just some weirdo from Johnson. Is, where is he from? New York. New what York? is that? Wait, where is wait, that? Do I know him? Am I a fan <laughs> of his? Sean Johnson. Another shutout. If I remember correctly, that was his second. I think like second consecutive shutout in from his time playing in the, the oh, no, national I think team. It's, I think it's way more tenth consecutive. I don't. Maybe not. He's, he's conceded had, he's had very few, few goals. He's a, he's conceded very few goals as a U.S. goalkeeper. Now, I don't know if that's because they don't put him in much, right? They don't put him in against great teams, or he's just that good. He's definitely good, but I don't know if he's that good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I think it is definitely what you said before, where he's playing against worse teams. Although, this is Uruguay, who yeah. have some of the best attackers in, honestly, history. So... They've although, got Joey, although guy. he only he only played thirty minutes, but still, is that the Nunez that's going to? Um... Yes, they have one of the one of the best young strikers in the world, mm. Darwin. Who, for those who don't know, just officially transferred to Liverpool. Actually, today it was confirmed by Liverpool wow. announced that he will be going for close to a fee of it's. I think I believe it's eighty million plus add-ons, which is oh my goodness. It's a lot that, of money. That's it's big money for Liverpool, and now they're could, going. Now they're trying to sign Rafinha and more players, which is. Do you know what I could buy with eighty million? Lots of houses. Uh, that. But I was gonna. I was gonna <laughs> say I could buy. Wait, what's? Hold on, I gotta do a little bit of quick math. Give me, give me a second. Okay. Eighty million divided by five, is that times twenty? Joey, I could buy three hundred and twenty million McNuggets from McDonald's. Do you know how much that could feed a country, Joey? That's true. That's true. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you would cut out. If you would. No, I didn't you, cut out. I just, or... I just didn't know what, what to say. <laughs> I didn't know what to say, but I'm glad your mind went there. It's and... a lot of nuggets, Joey. I'm thinking about feeding the homeless. What can I say? It I'm, a nice I'm glad. I'm glad that's what you're thinking of. It's it's a good sign. Oh, well, Joey, it, it, this is a good performance out of the boys. A little bit of a weird, not weird lineup, but giving some some guys some uh, opportunities to play. It was nice to see Haji Wright came in. Good to see him playing. Um, yeah. But yeah, again, I feel like this is probably a game we are not lucky to uh, draw, but like we had less chances. We had more possession better passes but like all in all it was a game that i guess could have gone either way you know what i mean so i'm i'm not again not happy with the result but i'm all accepted yeah i mean uruguay is a fantastic team they're going to be at the world cup as well like we said they have some fantastic strikers they have a solid defense a solid midfield and they they didn't look fantastic against us which is which is a compliment to this us national team which yeah was without some of the starters. We, we Granted, we don't know what the starting lineup, who the starting strikers are going to be, who the starting goalkeeper, right back, Sean Johnson. so on. Um, 
probably not, but, but we can, but we can yeah, go. I think it, I think it definitely was promising that we were able to hold a, a good national team side to nil, nil result. We beat Morocco three nil just a, a few days before and Morocco is yeah. another fantastic national team. So it, it bodes well for the world cup. It really does. And that's a, that's a good sight to see Joey. Yeah, we do. We do love to see those here at the marquee matchup show. Damn straight. We are very proud to be Americans. Place so, where I know I'm free. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, do you want to? Do you want to sing the rest of it, or? No, I actually don't know any more words to that song. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, wait, now I'm trying to think. Isn't it like I won't forget the men who died to give this right to me? Yeah, it's a country song, so there's and usually some kind of support up, the troops in there. Yeah, something like salute that. the flag Joey, maybe once or twice. Joey, speaking of these wonderful states that we live in, right, Joey? Some may say they're very united, right? At times, yeah. Our next match, DC United playing against Chicago Fire FC. This is our our first of our upcoming matches this week, Joey. I am excited for it. What are your thoughts? absolutely riveting match two teams that have not won in their last five games joey this could be we could be looking at a um a wooden spoon matchup right about now oh this is this is a hundred percent a wooden spoon matchup we have chicago <laughs> fire who started off the season well they had a lot of clean sheets and now they're just conceding about three goals a game gaga slanina has he's he's dropped off a little bit maybe maybe he has that 10 million dollar move to chelsea and or not and or or real madrid on his mind he's and that would be incredible yeah that would be somehow he duplicated that'd be pretty that'd be pretty cool (laughs) um but yeah they've dropped off and dc united fired a great manager for no i mean they had a reason it was a bad one and Look what happened. Hey, now they're garbage. So, Joey, imagine DC might be garbage, right? Well, uh, maybe. However, imagine being Shakiri, playing most of your life in Europe, playing the last three years at Liverpool, playing some games at Lyon. Good team. He's won, he's won a Champions League. He's won a Champions League. And Actually, now... no, he's won, he's won two. I think he won with Bayern and <laughs> Liverpool. And now, now they have. They're 11 points in 14 games in the MLS. It's not the best. Not not the best for him. And he's not even retired. He's 30, I think. He's not even retirement age yet. Harry Kane is 28, and he's still banging out goals uh, for club and country. Arguably. What do you mean? (laughs) He's arguably 28? I'm, I'm, I'm I'm kidding. He's a great player. I love Harry Kane. Damn straight you do. Harry, if you're hearing this, please come on the podcast. Yeah, we'd um, love to have you. We really would. But, Joey, what are your thoughts on this game? Who do you think is going to win? What's your score prediction? Who's home, first of all? Chicago. Oh. I mean, I, so I, 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 I hope DC United win this game. Chicago have a pretty garbage defense. And, and offense mean, DC, and goalie. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, goalkeeper, arguable. He is 17. We'll cut him some slack. But, yeah. It's going to... It could go anyway. These teams are just both not good. Um, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it, is, it is interesting that we have it 
as the first match on a show that we call the marquee matchup show because <laughs> oh it's not goodness. it's not a marquee matchup but it joey. will hopefully be entertaining joey what is that you forgot the biggest mls news of the year Apple TV secured the rights. I think it was for the next ten years, right? Yes. Of yeah. MLS uh, live streaming rights. It's a lot of money too. That's crazy. I ten think it's years. I think it's like two and a half times what the last deal was, or something like that. That just proves that not only do uh, is soccer expanding in the U.S. leagues like MLS, USL. However, it does show that. Big corporations like Apple are willing to take the leap into this, like, uh, I don't want to say up-and-coming sport because it's not anymore, but this, like, uh, big, big sport in the U.S. I also have a, I have a question for yeah. you. Yeah. You okay. know how when Americans are talking about the major four sports, right? That's baseball, hockey, um, football, basketball, right? Do you think there will be a day that comes when we talk about the major five, including the MLS? Well, the MLS has already passed uh, the NHL, NHL and viewership. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, still, I think we should. I think it's more public perception, though, because people still don't see soccer as that big. Yeah, that's true. That is, that is true. And I feel like a lot of people that are watching the MLS are not... Like you, you have your your American sports fan that is that is going to be watching a few of those leagues, and people watching the MLS are probably less likely to be. I th- I think they're more they're more separated. Yes, I would I would agree with that. I would agree with that. The the crowds the the viewership is is a little bit more separated. But I I hope so. It's it's going in that direction. We have some we have some big names coming our way, like Insigne and Chiellini recently are. Are going to be coming into the league very very soon so it's it's weird because when i again first getting into mls the first year 2018 that i got into it uh the biggest name in it was probably david via right at that time and that was his last year before retiring yeah and before that yes you had big players you had your uh pirlo you had your um who's the other one that played for nycfc lampard Yes, Lampard, you had your David Beckhams, but you never had them all really at like the same time or anywhere near like a decent part of their career. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's very exciting to see guys like Shakiri who still have, in theory, <laughs> a few good years left before yeah. they start like slowing down, you know? Yeah, there's quite a few of those uh, like, Vela as well, Higuain, who yeah. turned out to be garbage, but he still has a large <laughs> fan base. And we're also we're also seeing players growing their name in the league, like I don't know, Rossi, Mukhtar, Zimmerman, Ricardo Pepe. Yeah, it, but they they grow good. the name and and they're using it as a means of exactly Expansion. growing their name instead of what it used to be or the impression of what it used to be, where players were. Their careers were dying, so they went the other way. Or or would you say, I guess like to add to that, would you say for American players that the MLS used to be like the peak, but now it's like kind of step one before reaching uh, those larger leagues? Or yeah. I guess before having an opportunity to reach those larger leagues? It's a, it's a growing league. It's, it is, it's an exciting thing. It's a shame it's on Apple TV now because I don't really like Apple TV very much. But... Oh, I don't either. It stinks. Um, I enjoyed having 
the three three of the four leagues that I watch the most on ESPN Plus. Well, but, here's the thing: if you're on if you're on find yourself on Apple TV, give Ted Lasso a watch. Great show. Yes. You know have, an interesting fact about Ted Lasso, right? Uh, go for it. You know where Ted Lasso, like the idea of Ted Lasso, started from? I do. Yes, I do. Do you know what he was the the, the manager of? <laughs> I do. I do. Yes, but you can you can go on. I think what was that? Was that a uh, NBC Sports ad? Like the, the yes, the I'm, station? I'm pretty sure it was like the classic like um, all rise for Premier League mornings kind of yeah. kind of ad. They had it was Jason Sudeikis, and he was in the same way that in Ted Lasso he is a football coach from America that becomes a Premier League coach. It was the same idea, but he was hired as the new manager of Tottenham, uh, <laughs> which very fitting. <laughs> very fitting very, very we, fitting, we yes. are and were um but yeah it's it's exciting you know we're, we're having fun it's a great show i highly recommend watching it for anyone very sad from what i remember i haven't watched all of it yeah it's it's it's, it's an interesting depressing. show because yeah it's so it's so happy and giddy in ep- in season one and then season two it just straight oh down God. the drain yeah it gets really depressing maybe maybe season three or four we'll see him taking a dipping his toes into the mls who knows no if anything he's going to expand even further i bet you season three or four they go from the premier league to like either la liga or i would i could imagine ted moving to the to germany go to the bundesliga to start, that that to would start be his funny. stuff there you that would I mean? be funny yeah that would be, definitely be funny that's what i'm that's what i'm hoping for because that's a it's a good show i highly recommend watching it, it but is yeah a good show. the fact that the uh, apple tv is dipping its toes into the MLS is, is fantastic for everyone involved. It is. Because I, I feel like to the same extent, if Apple TV is showing all of these games, right, they're not going to want to just let the league, not not saying that the league is going to die, but they're not going to want to let the league just like stagnate. They're going to pump money back into it, yeah. I feel like. It's, it's nice to have, I think, the most valuable company in the world on your side. Yeah, I would agree. It's it's not it's not a bad thing to have investing in you. So yeah, that could we'll never. Ta- be we'll bad, take yeah. it. That that amount of money too is is good. Also, Joey, I just looked at our our timer. We are at fifty two minutes already. Wow, the the, to keep the less the less games really helped us. We do this every every week. We're like, or every time we change, we're like, we're doing less games. The episodes will be shorter, and it's a longer episode every time. <laughs> Joey, hit us with our next game. All right, all right. So this. The only game that we could find this week that actually has something riding on it, for real, this being Tenerife versus Girona. This is the second and final game of, or I guess technically the the second and final game of the final of the La Liga 2 playoffs. This is to decide who is getting into La Liga next season. It's in Tenerife. It is tied nil nil on aggregate i am 95 percent sure that away goal rule still applies in this competition so girona potentially have a little bit of an advantage there and i am excited hopefully i can watch this game i i love girona because they're a catalan club i am catalan i love to see more catalan clubs in la liga but also tenerife have not been in la liga in a very long time and it could be cool to see a little bit of a mix-up because Girona have kind of been going up and down recently and for the last five or six years. So 
It, 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 no matter what happens, it's a good game. Joey, I have absolutely nothing to add to this. But from an outsider's view, and I know nothing about these teams or anything about La Liga 2, um, anytime it's a nil-nil game and you have one game left, it's always exciting. So this will be a fun one to watch. Wait, They're we definitely didn't do, both going to be pushing. We didn't do DC United score prediction. What's your score prediction on oh that? Oh, my God. Uh, three How two could we forget? 3-2 to DC United. I'm going 3-1 DC United. All right, right. Back to this one. <laughs> I, I again I don't know anything about this. I have nothing to add. Joey, hit me with your score prediction so I can base mine off of yours. I have a feeling that Tenerife are gonna win this two to one. Actually, you know what? Here's what I'm gonna say. No what is it? Is there like an away goal rule? Uh I'm pretty sure there is, yes. Okay, so I'm going nil nil into penalties. Shirona wins on penalties. That would be very exciting. Be excited? Exciting? Perfect. Yeah. That's all I really care about is exciting soccer. We'll see. We'll see. It's on yeah. ESPN Plus too, so it'll be easy to watch. Let's keep it schmoving because I don't, again, I know nothing about this other team. So you're up. Hit me with it. Schmoving. Yes. Uh, so our third match of the week is Sao Paulo versus Palmeiras. That's my best attempt at a Brazilian accent. That was, that was pretty good. Hopefully all of our Brazilian uh, listeners can correct me if I'm wrong, which all I definitely am. All half of them. I do have a couple Brazilian friends here at school, so maybe I'll have them pronounce Aww. it at some point for me. Um, Get them on the podcast for half a second just to say one team name or two yeah, team names. Exactly, exactly. But anyways, these are two legendary clubs in Brazil. They have a good rivalry going. I, kn- I know that because... Um, one of my Brazilian friends is a big Palmeiras fan, and he absolutely despises Sao Paulo. So, it, 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 this is a good game. It's a good rivalry. It's first versus third. Palmeiras have won two Copa Libertadores in a row. And Sao Paulo are just a good team in general. So, it will be a good game. Hopefully, I it is not possible to watch legally <laughs> for me. But I will do my so, best to watch it. Anyways. Do what we always. Here's what we say: if if the if it's not on where you are, if it's blacked out, uh, like an MLS game usually is, um, or something of that nature, don't go on Soccer Streams 100 or um, Reddit Soccer Streams or some other website and find an illegal stream which is free and you can watch whenever you want. Don't do that because it's Don't against do the it. rules. Don't do it. We wouldn't watch you guys breaking the law. Not on our watch. Um, but honestly, yeah, just just do whatever it takes. It's And here's the thing that I've noticed, not from doing it, from, from my friend telling me about it. Um, a lot of times when you go on the thing, um, I don't have a VPN, which is a uh, – this isn't a, a VPN ad, by the way, but I just don't have one. And every time you log on to it, it says – if you're not using a VPN, it we know exactly where you are. And then it tells you where you are. And I'm in, I'll, I'll tell which state I'm in. I'm in northern New Jersey. Um, and half the time it's like, you are in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And it's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm just not, though. So, like, it just, how accurate took is a, that? It took a hard guess. Exactly. <laughs> There's, there are only so many states he could be in. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, yeah, definitely don't illegally stream uh, if you can't watch it because uh, they, they're always watching you and they they care so much. They really do. They care a lot. The it's FBI, ridiculous. they have it's nothing ridiculous. else to worry about at the moment. Joey, yeah, score. Oh, God, score prediction, Joey. 
Um, I'm gonna say Palmeiras win this one. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a, a three one here. I'm going two one on this one. I'm going two one to it. All right, Palmeiras lovely, is well. lovely. Joey, our final game, our random Big game one. of the week. Big one, Charles. Hit us with it. So for those of you that did not listen to last week's episode, highly shame recommend it. Shame on you. Shame Very on much you. shame. Tisk tisk. Uh, <laughs> last week we had a special interview with uh, Vice President of the Maryland Bobcats FC, Evan Ramist. Uh, some of you may recognize the Maryland Bobcats name because they are also a member of NISA, which is the National Independent Soccer Association, where podcast favorite team flower city union also plays so we we've talked about the union a lot we talked to evan so this is a very this is a very uh this league and these teams hit very close to home for us and obviously for me being a man from upstate new york i have to cheer for the flower city union when they're playing but if they're not in it maryland bobcats it is and that's why our game this week is the maryland bobcats versus the michigan stars Joey, the Bobcats have been on a little bit of little bit tough form recently. Last five games, they haven't won any, drew two. But this is Nisa. Anything can happen in Nisa. First place has uh first place is Chattanooga. They played seven matches, have 16 points, right? And last place is Syracuse mm-hmm. Pulse, nine matches, eight points. There isn't, I mean, like there's a difference, but to be fair, Chattanooga's played the least games with seven. Flower City Union has played 13. I don't ask me how this makes sense. Because it doesn't to me, and I've looked into this league so much, I still don't understand it. But there's still a lot of games left to play, I think. <laughs> um, and and listen, it's Nisa. Anything can happen. That's one of my favorite parts about uh, lower division soccer, Joey. Maryland's got a chance here. I, I don't want to say led, but helped by our close podcast friend Evan Evan Ramis. Shout out. Um, I do think they're going to pull through and win this one. What are your thoughts on it, Joey? Uh, that that is the hope here. It is. It will be in Michigan though. Um, luckily, it's the summer, so we're not dealing with any cold or anything like that. Yeah, it's not like um, playing in Minnesota against yeah. uh, El Salvador. Who did we play that game? <laughs> yeah, where it's negative fourteen degrees. I think it was yeah, that day. Yeah, that's really disrespectful to play a team from. Uh, yeah, that was horrible. Central America in that weather. Yeah, funnily enough, we're actually playing El Salvador as we speak. Are but, we? Are we winning? Um, no, it's no, oh. no. <laughs> okay. okay. As long as we're not losing, that's all that really yeah. matters. 17 minutes gone. <laughs> I will be turning it on after we finish this podcast. I will not. Um, that's there's okay. currently an MLB game that's no hitting. Do you, well, so Joe, you know, baseball, right? We'll, we'll take us a, a brief delay here. You know, yeah, baseball, so I, right? I know what a no hitter is. Well, yeah. no, no, no. It's even funnier because the, the Cardinals are playing the pirates, right? The pirates are getting no hit. Do you know what the score of this game is? No. The Cardinals are winning nine to one. The Pirates don't have a hit, and they already have a run on the board. How is they walk? Well, so they, I think what happened was they walked a guy, and then the guy I guess stole second, pop fly out to center field, uh, advanced the runner to third, and then a ground ball to third, fielder's choice over to first, which scored the run. But that technically doesn't count as a hit because he he either got on on a walk or something like that. Very so, interesting. Yeah, um, but you know, back to the game at hand. Maryland Bobcats versus Michigan Stars. I score prediction, Joey. I'm gonna go Maryland one to two, or two to one. Sorry, two to one. Two to one. Um, I'm gonna go with Michigan two to one. 
Whoa, you turncoat. You I I, I will coat, I will Joey. be rooting staunchly for my for my boys in Maryland, but fair the stats enough. don't fair lie. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Joey, are you ready to move on to I will do you have anything else you'd like to say about this uh this matchup? Uh go Bobcats. Oh heck yes, Joey. You know that means it is time for Charlie's gambling. Ooh, ding, 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 ding. So our first well, last week, Joey was kind enough while I was still getting ready. Joey was kind enough to, excuse me, to uh, compile our stats from last week. We went 4-1, four, 4-1, four which makes us 58-65-2 all-time amongst 30 episodes. Joey, we are just seven wins away. Now that we're moving down to four games an episode, or four new games an episode, it might take us a little bit longer. But I do believe in my prediction skills. Ever since I stopped going like 18-team parlays and just went double chance on every game, we're coming back. <laughs> Yes, yes. That's what I learned about soccer. Uh, you know the saying, scared money don't make money. Um, scared money or not scared money also loses you quite a bit of money. So mm-hmm. sometimes and scared money is the best money. Double chance got you two of those two of those four last week. It so. did. That's what I've learned. Because it's not, you never want to bet on a draw, right? But if you bet on a, a team to win and it draws, that sucks. If you double chance, your payout is less. But you can cheer for the team as well as cheering for a draw. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's perfect. perfect. So our first game, D.C. United versus Chicago. Um, Obviously, Chicago has some of the higher profile names. uh, Shakiri, players like that. Um, But D.C. United did a task this year that no other team has done in the MLS, Joey. Do you know what that task is? No. They have defeated the Flower City Union. That is why I'm going double chance D.C. United and draw. Joey, what are your thoughts on that? I love it. I love it. Oh, hit it, hit it, it with it. Hit it with oh. it. Just, 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 just put put that sound effect right there. Oh yes, Joey. Next game. How do you pronounce that? Come on, Charlie. A te- te- Tenerife versus Girona. Yeah. You nailed it. You nailed Heck it. Got yes, the accent Joey. down and everything. <laughs> Joey, I don't know anything about this game, right? I don't know anything about these teams. But you did say it was the second game in a fight for promotion, right? Not really. It wasn't. Yeah, it's a fight yeah. for promotion. Promotion. That is why it, it's literally the last game of the year for these guys. They need this more than anything. I'm going both teams to score. Thoughts? Hit it with it, Charlie. I like it, Joey. Next one, I don't want to try and do the accent because you you already butchered it. Sao Paulo versus Palmeiras. Joey, it's a number three versus a number one. The number one seed is a number one for a reason. That is why I'm going Palmeiras and draw double chance. Thoughts? Oh, I'll give I'll give you another one. Oh yes, Joey. And our final game, our random match of the week: the Michigan Stars versus the Maryland Bobcats. All I have to say is, you know how I have my little thing where it's like every time the Team USA is playing, I go USA, USA, USA. Uh, new one every time we're talking about the Bobcats. Friend of the program, Evan Ray missed nothing but uh, kind things to say about him and his team. Bobcats all the way. Double chance Bobcats and win. Yes, yes. I'll I'll give you the stamp. Quadruple stamp? Oh my goodness, Joey. Completely going back on what I just said, but for for, for Evan. Evan. Yes, Joey. But also, just remember, always bet responsibly. Never bet more than you're willing to lose. Uh, Always bet legally or uh, in in like a legal sense of the word, I guess. I don't know. Just have fun with it. That's all that matters. And uh, just don't get addicted. If you're addicted, reach out to someone, whether that be a gambling um, helpline, 
if, if you're addicted to gambling at a casino, every casino has like little help pamphlets, which is the last thing a ga- an addicted gambler wants to see. But you know, look out for it if you, if that's you. Well, Joey, <laughs> that's my gambling corner. Hopefully, we can get back up close. We might be in, if I can four zero this week, we'll be at sixty two sixty five, and I'll be in striking distance. Very it's, very this close. Is, this is scary. Might, Joey, might or maybe we're three episodes away. Joey, I would look up um, our poll from last week, but I don't think I need to because we gave them three of the same option. <laughs> um, yeah, that so one was it, a bit of a comedic one. It doesn't really matter. The um, moral of the story is that Mbappe is in Madrid, and that's... I, <laughs> he's, in, <laughs> he's in PSG. <laughs> there you go. It was, it's the thought that counts, Joey. Well, yeah, we yeah, do yeah. have... 50-50 chance. We have an important uh, question this week. Based on some very topical, just today, very topical. topical. Yeah, Joey, would you like to uh, announce a question for us? Yeah, I think this one is actually, this one might be our our, our best poll because it's actually just serious and you know, it, it is a it is a normal poll that people might actually have opinions on. Yeah, um, and it is who do you think will score more goals? These two strikers, world class, young, just transferred to the two best teams in England. We have. Darwin Nunez and Erling Holland. Obviously, Erling Holland is the more well known, but Darwin Nunez, I think he scored forty something goals in all competitions this past season. You never know. We'll see. Oh, Joey. Joey. What? Two two outs. Or yeah, two outs in the bottom of the ninth. They're top oh of the ninth. The Pirates get a hit to break up the no-hitter. Oh my god. I gosh, thought you that's... were about to say the podcast was not recording the whole time. No, no, we're recording. As far as I know, we're recording. Two okay. outs in the bottom of the ninth. The guy gets a hit. Are you kidding me? Oh well anyway, I have been your host, Charlie. And I am and I still am your host, Joey. Uh, We love you. Thank you for stopping by the Marquee Matchup Show. We love you and peace. Bye.